Welcome to Spirit in Action. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and each week we bring you visits and conversations with people doing healing work for this world, hearing what they're doing and what inspires them and supports them in doing it. Welcome to Spirit in Action. We're headed over to Philly area today to visit with the amazing and the abundant Raleigh Brown. Some know him as the amazing award-winning finger-picking guitarist that he is. Doing four short online curve-flattening concerts each week of this past year of COVID. But many also know him for his 30-plus years as an acupuncturist, or maybe for his guitar teaching, or for his Tai Chi teaching. Or, just possibly, you know him for his humane dog training info. But back to his gift of music, you'll be hearing today several original songs by Raleigh, all the more compelling for the fact that a number of them are not on any of his CDs, but have been released as part of his online concerts this year. He's magic on the guitar, and he'll be magic in your hearts as he joins us via Zoom from Philadelphia, PA. Raleigh, thank you so very much for joining me today for Song of the Soul. You're welcome, Mark. Has this period been a tiresome period for you, the the time of COVID? It's been very difficult, only partially because of COVID, but my wife was very sick and then she passed away in December. And that will, first of all, having a spouse, the love of your life, who is very sick at a time when nobody can come to your house, none of that was fun. So forever, those two things will be entwined for me. And it won't be a happy memory. I didn't know Janice at all, didn't have any sense of her, but I can only put myself in your shoes and say, wow, how crazy horrible that would be. Yeah, it's one of those things in life that when it happens to you, you actually have to say to yourself, I can't believe that so many people I know have gone through this and survived. And then when it happens to you, you start to appreciate the true magnitude of of grief involved. How long were you and Janice together? 37 years. It's a lot of years. Um, I've been married to my wife for 26 and a half years. We actually say things to each other like as something that we don't like about each other, that we find annoying in each other and say, you know, when you die, I'm going to have to do that, replicate that just because I'll miss you being aggravated at you about it, you know? Yeah, there's a line in the novel, The Princess Bride by William Goldman, in which somebody's wife dies and and then the husband dies and they say he was undone by the sudden lack of opposition. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I'm sure you miss your wife, what would be the greater pain in your life if you you're doing without your wife as you already have experienced or to lose your all guitars, no guitar in your life, mm-hmm. which would be the greater grief. I just have the sense from listening to your music of the way that you love the strings of your guitar. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not going to make a choice between those things, but I actually just wrote a song this week, which is still in rough draft form, but essentially it says my refuge from despair is guitars, my dog and my friends. That's pretty autobiographical. (laughs) If people go to RaleighBrown.com, they're going to find a lot of different material about you and your life, your various forms of your life, including a lot of books, instructional DVDs about playing guitar, finger-picking style. It's a very um, 
Luddite kind of website. I put it together, you know, 20 years ago, and I had to learn how to do computer coding to put it up. There were no cookie cutter programs for making websites. So it doesn't look like much on the surface, but there's a lot of material in it. And there is a store, and at that store, you can buy online Skype lessons with me. You can buy any of my CDs, which are still in print. There's about four or five of those. You can buy, well, most of the 15 DVD guitar instructional projects I did, and other stuff, too. You could buy a Music Helps bumper sticker, and all the profits from those go to the ACLU. Where did that come from, that phrase? Where did it originate? It actually came, there's a couple named Ken and Virginia Miller, and they build guitars. They're retired now. And Ken built a guitar for me. And a few years ago, they sent me a bumper sticker. They had a kind of signature green color that they kind of Kelly green color that they used on their promo material, and they had shirts and stuff. They sent me this green bumper sticker that said Music Helps. And I wrote back to them and said, you know, you guys ought to market these. And they said, well, we don't have the energy for it. You can do it if you want. Just don't use our color. So I did them in a different color, and I decided to do it as a way of raising money for the American Civil Liberties Union. We raised like maybe $1,500 doing that. Well, let's get started with some of your music, Raleigh. I got to know you through your concerts. Describe how you put out your music. Well, basically, every Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, I do a concert at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And every Sunday, I do a concert at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Each concert has four songs and one guitar instrumental. Because a lot of my reputation as a musician was built on guitar playing, not my lovely voice. So I started doing that almost a year ago now. I just did my 200th show. And I've started just the last couple shows. I'm not going to do it all the time, but I do it sometimes. I've started telling some stories about my life as a musician, or the two I've told so far were about Reverend Gary Davis, who's up there on the wall behind me, one of the great blues and ragtime guitarists of the 20th century. And then I did one about Steve Mann, who was almost a prodigy on the guitar on the West Coast, and then became mentally ill and was diagnosed with schizophrenia and disappeared for years. And then he came back and I went out and met him. So I'm going to tell stories like that that are about things which people might find interesting, but not every concert, maybe once a week or something. And, you know, people can always go to my Facebook page and however far back they're willing to scroll or what they could actually do if you on Facebook, there's either a videos section these days, or if you go into the photo section and choose albums, there'll be a video album. And so all of those that I've done live on Facebook should be saved there as videos. And you can go back there, but they're also archived on YouTube. In case that's at all inscrutable to anyone, facebook.com slash Raleigh Brown. Raleigh is R-O-L-L-Y. Raleigh spelled with a Y because I think Raleigh Brown is a questioner. Isn't that, is that part of you? That may be part of me, but it was my kindergarten teacher who spelled it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was Roland until I went to kindergarten. The first day of school, my kindergarten teacher said, young man, I think you're going to need a nickname. <laughs> Great moment. Well, I do want to get started with your music so we can get it all in. What do you want to start off with? Why don't you start out with Brady Street Hotel? I'm going to play it here with an intro that you use with it as well that you've recorded. So, folks, instead of talking about Brady Street Hotel by Raleigh Brown right now, let's just have him tell the story himself. Here is Brady Street Hotel. In the summer of 1970, I found myself living in a squalid room above a pizza shop in a small town in Ohio. 
I'd moved back to my little college town of Kent a month after students were evicted following the Ohio National Guard's murder of four students during demonstrations to protest Nixon's invasion of Cambodia. As the summer wore on, I fell in love with a young woman, found myself spending most of my time in the house she rented with some friends on the corner of Brady and DePeister Streets, a block from what passed for a nightlife in downtown Kent. It was just down the street from middle school, and even in the summer, you'd hear the bell clang every hour during the day. That house had a bit of a history, and and quite a few local politicos, artists, and musicians had lived there or crashed there at one time or another. It was just a small townhouse, but it had a certain mojo to it, and it became a sort of social center with friends stopping by as they gradually returned from the enforced exile which followed the shootings or just escaped from their parents in Pittsburgh or Cleveland for a long weekend of freedom as we contemplated our futures. So the Brady Street Hotel wasn't really a hotel. That's just sort of a metaphor. We were young, and we'd been rapidly divested of our innocence and were inclined to turn our backs on the establishment which had deserted us on May 4th. It was a moment of rare freedom in our lives and led, in my case, to a few disillusioned years before I found a clear path again. But that's another story. I'll just say that when we left that house at the end of the summer, I noted it as a passage of sorts, the end of childhood, maybe. And I wrote this song. Ring the golden bells of laughter And ring them loud Ring the chimes of music The silence, it hangs here like a shroud Checking out of the Brady Street Hotel Oh, these empty rooms have served us well And pictures just keep drifting Through my head of happiness and sadness And warm hours spent just talking in your bed Checking out of the Brady Street Hotel You know these empty rooms Have served us well We came here for the summer Now it's fall All the parties and the madness These rooms just smiled upon it all But now no more the golden tolling bell The time has come 
bid this home farewell So ring the golden bells of laughter Ring them loud And ring the chimes of music The silence hangs here like a shroud Checking out of the Brady Street Hotel Raleigh Brown is here today for Song of the Soul. His website is raleighbrown.com, but even better than that, probably best to go to facebook.com slash raleighbrown. Brady Street Hotel. Actually, you know, when I first heard Brady Street in Milwaukee, where I spent some years living, it was kind of a center of the counterculture, you know, where all the head shops were and everything else like that. What was the one in Kent like? Well, actually, there was no hotel. It was actually a house. It was a block away from River Street, which was one of the two main drags in Kent. And it was just a little house, but it was a little house that had a kind of history and a reputation for being a center for political and social upheaval. How old were you at that time, the summer you lived there? 21. Were you already firmly countercultural? Yeah, I'd say pretty much. I was never a joiner, so I wasn't in SDS or anything like that. And in fact, I was often the devil's advocate when I talked to those people. But I like to think that from a very early age, and partially because of my upbringing, particularly my mom, who raised me, my parents were divorced, I was very much a humanist before I knew what a humanist was. Let's go on to some more music from Raleigh Brown. What should we share next? Why don't we play Janice's Human Tidal Wave song? So my my wife, when the Trump administration started committing atrocity after atrocity, she became very incensed over the incarceration of children at the border. We did a couple benefit concerts and gave a lot of money to racists, R-A-I-C-E-S, and stuff like that. And she also wrote this song about it. When the pandemic started, she wanted to record. She knew she was not well and uh, probably, although she never would admit it at the time, saw the clock ticking and said, why don't we record a CD of my songs? And so we did that with me backing her up on guitar. And this is one of those songs. So this is Human Tidal Wave. I never had my own children, so all kids are precious to me. I love my nieces and nephews, and now their own families. I smile at kids in the grocery, the little girls in the park, in their fairy wings and tutus, and the proud way they I see the photos on my TV, the solemn kids in the cage, the little body by the river, and I weep tears of rage. How can we let this happen? 
applause. I want to be a human tidal wave and sweep down those walls. So I dreamt of an army called up out of their beds like a science fiction movie. One thought in their heads. They'd march all together as if they heard a call. And like a human tidal wave, they'd sweep down those walls. I want to make my dream come true. I want to wake people up. I want to march all together. I want the world to erupt. I want to scream to the heavens. I want to put out the call. So like a human tidal wave, we sweep down those walls. So like a human tidal wave, we sweep down those walls. The song is Human Tidal Wave. It is written by, sung there by Janice McKenzie, who is recently passed wife of Raleigh Brown, who's here with us here today for Song of the Soul. The place to track him down is on facebook.com slash Raleigh Brown, and I have the link on northernspiritradio.org. Links to all of our guests of the last 15 and a half, 16 years on northernspiritradio.org. Please post comments, follow the links to our guests. We have a donate button. Uh, If you want to support us, go to our website. You click there. And please remember to support your local community radio stations. They're invaluable in the age when so much of the media is owned by just six conglomerates. It's so important to have local community radio stations flourishing, so please support them. Again, the song we just listened to was written by Janice McKenzie. Uh, She died in December, Raleigh's wife of a number of years, a few decades, 30 Well, we were together for 37 years. We had a 33-year whirlwind romance, and then we got married in 2015. Well, let's go on to some more of Raleigh Brown's music. What's next for Song of the Soul? Let's do Cherished Angels, and Cherished Angels actually is about the people who influenced me, and one of them is Reverend Gary Davis, and one of them is Steve Mann, and then the third one was a guy named Jack McGann. Jack was a great guitar player, played behind Steve Goodman and Rosalie Sorrells and a lot of people from the folky era. One thing about this song, and it was written during, you know, Trumpism, and one of the points about it for me was that each of the people in it was somebody who would be thrown under the bus by white supremacy and Trumpism. And Reverend Gary Davis was a black blind man, did live part of his life on public assistance. You know, Steve Mann, of course, was in and out of halfway houses because he was schizophrenic. And Jack McGann was gay. He actually came out on the stage of the Philadelphia Folk Festival in, I think, 1976. 
He was on a workshop with disenfranchised types, you know, so there would be a Native American and there was a black and there was a, probably there were women, you know, who kind of a feminist view of having been disenfranchised. And Jack was up there as when it was his turn, he kind of said, well, you're probably wondering what I'm doing up here. I'm a white guy, you know, a white middle class guy, you know, and then he just came out of the closet right then and there and had the audience join him in singing Hey Good Looking <laughs> to, his, <laughs> to his lover, <laughs> to his longtime companion. But Jack died of AIDS in 1991. And these were all inspirations or mentors for you too? Yeah, the Reverend Gary Davis, I met him when I was young and just got to spend a couple of days with him and it changed everything about the guitar for me. You know, he was quite a character. There's a wonderful documentary called Harlem Street Singer that's about him. You know, he was a very multifaceted person. You know, he liked to pinch the girls and he would drink his share of whiskey, but he was a deeply spiritual person. And like a lot of the old blues men were not necessarily nice guys. And he was. He was a really sweet human being. And Steve Mann, who had disappeared for 40 years, and I looked for him. I didn't even know if he was alive. And then when I found out where he was, I went out and met him and spent a couple of weeks with him. He was a wonderful guy. And Jack was a very close friend of mine. And Jack McGann and I, when we met, we both were deeply entrenched in studying Tai Chi. So he was a very dear friend and an extraordinary guy, like a real magnet. He drew people to him. All these folks are part of what you'll hear in Cherished Angels, song by Raleigh Brown, shared here today for Song of the Soul. Here is Cherished Angels. When I was young, I met a preacher with a mighty voice. And when he played the guitar, it made a joyous noise. Now he lived in a world of sound For sight had been denied him But he found a way the world could see The glory inside him And he's with me now He's with me now When I pick up my guitar He is with me now He's sitting on my shoulder And he shows me how He's a cherished angel and he's with me now There was a man who lost his mind At an early age He fell between the cracks and disappeared from the page But if you'd heard him play guitar Know he'd paid his dues And he left us with the legacy Of a wounded man's blues He's with me now He's with me now When I pick up my guitar He is with me now He's sitting on my shoulder And he shows me how He's a cherished angel and he's with me now Now you may think that they've left us But I beg to disagree When I pick up my guitar They are here with me And if the music that I'm playing Helps reflect some of their hearts 
Then I know for me that I've done my part I had a friend who was a seeker And he'd been out on the bomb He marched boldly to the beat of a different drum He played just the notes that mattered And you'd have loved to hear him sing When he played the guitar you knew Taste was king and he's with me now He's with me now When I pick up my guitar He is with me now He is sitting on my shoulder He shows me how He's a cherished angel And he's with me now Now perhaps you even heard these men Or maybe you did not For the gift they gave Far exceeded what they got But it's woven in the fabric now Embedded in the line Of music moving down Through all future time And they're with me now They're with me now When I pick up my guitar, they are with me now. We stood upon their shoulders, they showed us how. There are cherished angels and they're with me now. Raleigh Brown is our guest today for Song of the Soul. Cherished Angels is that song. I usually tell you where to find the songs, and it's a little bit less clear in today's recording because, you know, we're pretty much past the time of CDs as entities for identifying music. And even more so, Raleigh has done 200 online concerts, all kinds of music you've put on over this past year. And even before that, most of your music was not necessarily CD-centric. Yeah, there are several CDs. You know, you can go to raleighbrown.com slash store.html and find them there. And some of them are instrumental. Some of them have some vocals on them. But most of the stuff that, you know, you asked for Songs of the Soul, and I'm giving you Songs of the Soul here. <laughs> and a lot of them are more recent. The last CD I did was about five years ago. My understanding is, Raleigh, that your family was kind of the middle middle level of Jewish in the United States, but that you were a bar mitzvah, that you probably had to learn to speak at least some Hebrew in order to read your Torah portion. And there probably was even a couple songs that were worth singing. So much of the early folk music got mixed with a lot of good Jewish tunes. Were there any of those that particularly shine for you still? Well, there was, you know, there was, a, when I was growing up, there was a Jewish I don't know if I'd call it a hymn. I don't know what you'd call it, but it's called Adon Olam. And there are various versions of it. The one that I did learn had a very beautiful melody. I think it actually showed up later. There was a band called the Village Stompers that had a hit called Washington Square. And on that album, there was also another song. I forget what the name of it was, but it was the melody of Adon Olam. And it was played by a kind of trad jazz band, you know, or a string band. <laughs> So your CD, This Vagrant Heart, would that include the kind of jazz music you're talking about? Yeah, so This Vagrant Heart is primarily jazz standards. There's a couple originals, and there are actually three vocals on there. 
But the rest of them are part of what we call the Great American Songbook. You know, when you think of George Gershwin, Nicole Porter, Irving Berlin, Jimmy Van Heusen, and Rodgers and Hammerstein, Rodgers and Hart, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Vagrant Heart has that stuff. That was my second last solo CD. And then there's one called Sunday Morning, which was based on the idea that I did my Sunday morning music thing before COVID. That one has a variety of instrumental stuff, some of which pays homage to my heroes. And there's stuff I wrote, but it's all solo acoustic guitar. What about Songbirds? Where does that fit in your discography? I loved the albums that Joe Pass, who's, who's another one of the great jazz guitarists, Joe Pass and Ella Fitzgerald did two albums of just the two of them. He played guitar and she sang standards. They're beautiful. And I wanted to do something like that, but I didn't have like one Ella Fitzgerald. I had a bunch of friends who were women who were great vocalists who I adored. I just approached a bunch of them and they said they would do it. And it took probably three or four years of, you know, somebody would come to town and I'd book a little time in my friend Jay's studio and we'd go do a tune. And some, you know, some of them lived here. Like Annie Patterson used to live in Philly. She lives in Western Mass now. And she's part of a band called Girls from Mars and Wendy Bourne, who's another one of the girls from Mars, who does live here. And, you know, and there were people, other people who came from away, like Abby Gardner, who's part of the band called Red Molly. You also had Terry Leonino on there of Magpie, and I've had her and her husband on both together and separately. Uh So you had a lot of great folks on the Songbirds CD. So folks, RaleighBrown.com, if you go to the store, click on the store option there, you'll find those songs and at least one more CD that he's put out and a lot of books. And you'll also be able to find out about his interest in Tai Chi that's on there, all kinds of good stuff. Yep. It's a busy life. Well, let's keep going on in this busy life to some more music that's not busy. So let's do Two Old Dogs. Two Old Dogs is a song I wrote about my dog, Suki, and it's based on a true story is the best way to describe it. I adopted Suki from Emmylou Harris. Emmylou Harris has a rescue in Nashville called Bonaparte's Retreat. And Suki had been a bit of a reprobate down there. They couldn't adopt her out, and they thought they were going to let her live there forever. But I fell in love with her picture online, and I pushed my way in and managed to get them to let me adopt her with the proviso, because they'd never let a dog out of Nashville. And I promised I'd bring her back the 16-hour drive if it didn't work out. But it worked out. We spent a couple years trying to socialize her. And then this song, it's about by my little girl who's getting old now. The song is Two Old Dogs. It's about both our guest today, Raleigh Brown, and his dog, Suki. That's the two old dogs. Yeah, I'm one of the old dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Here's Raleigh Brown. I mostly travel solo. It's a burden I bear Out alone on the highway Just trying to get somewhere My wife would like to come with me But we just talk on the phone We never travel together Cause we can't leave the dog alone She loves to go on vacation That's my wife, not the dog Up the coast to New England 
Living high on the hog Well I could kill for some lobster My friends think I'm insane Cause it's all home in the backyard Where me and the dog remain She came with some issues That's the dog, not my wife Took a bullet in her young years She was cut with a knife They couldn't break her spirit So they called her a cur Cause when someone got bloody She made sure it was them and not her Gave up on her Left her tied to a tree Where two honky-tonk angels Picked her up and brought her to me But she checked me over Guess she thought I would do And I made her a promise From then on her hard times were through She's got one ear that's tattered And there's a scar on her jaw And it's best not to cross her Or she'll lay down the law She's the perfect companion For an old dog like me And I try to live up to man she hoped I might be She's a perfect companion for an old dog like me You could say that Raleigh Brown has been around the block a few times in the musical <laughs> environment of the United States. So before we go on, I do want to mention like when I got Suki, it took about two and a half years of serious study of dog behaviorists to learn the tricks that it took to get her to be a good little uh, citizen. When I was done with that and friends would say, how did you do that? I just got a dog. You know, I wanted to say, well, go watch these hundred hours of videotapes and then read these three dozen books by dog behaviorists. And instead I thought, well, I'll put up a little website. So there is a website that is raleighdog.wordpress.com. It's about dog training, and it, there's about 22 lessons on there. You want to go back to the beginning and start at the beginning. And it kind of leads you through some very dog-friendly ways of training your dog and establishing a relationship. A lot of references to good trainers, and there's also some video of Suki herself on there being trained and behaving not badly. So, again, those links will be on nordenspiritradio.org. There'll be the link to raleighbrown.com, to his site on Facebook, Raleigh Brown, and then raleighdog.wordpress.com. So maybe that could be your name, Raleigh Dog, as opposed to Raleigh Guitar. Yeah, well, let me think about that. Well, you need a middle name, Raleigh Dog Guitar. Well, I have a blues name, too, you know, so oh, we, have a, we have a local a local brewery here that does a really high-level alcohol. I guess it's a porter, but it's called Coffee Oatmeal Brown because it's brown. And so <laughs> Coffee Oatmeal Brown is my blues name. <laughs> <laughs> so many names and yeah, so many songs really, yeah, and so yeah. little time. Let's go on to another. 
We should do Four Days Till Christmas. So Four Days Till Christmas was written exactly around that time, right at the solstice. Janice had died a couple weeks before. Biden had won the election, but Trump was still frantically clawing at democracy. And we were trying to look to the future, you know, and that's what the song is about. And the solstice, the coming of the light, was the, um, the underpinning of it. This is really a song that I think should be sung by a lot of people around the world. It is called Four Days Till Christmas. It's by Raleigh Brown. Well, it's four days till Christmas And the mornings are so dark I put on all my layers And get the dog out to the park the year has been a tragedy And the world is pale and cold It's four days till Christmas And I am growing old We're waiting on the season We're longing for the sun We're hanging on this lifeline Into 2021 We've had a grave misfortune With all its twists and turns But four days till Christmas Is when the light returns So it's ashes to ashes And then it's dust to dust We'll light up all the Christmas lights And resurrect our trust It's written in the annals That life's not always fair But hang that star high on the tree For hope is in the air Yes, now we're at the crossing The turning of the tide the darkness is defeated Before the new yuletide We're facing to the future With all its twists and turns Because four days till Christmas Is when the light returns Yes, four days till Christmas Is when the light returns We'll have a link to a YouTube video of Raleigh Brown singing Four Days Till Christmas on northernspiritradio.org. You actually, if you go by his Facebook page, which is on our site as well, go to that. You'll find his concert. You can watch, you know, usually there's four songs in each concert. And since there's been 200 of them this past year, you could probably fill up an afternoon easily, afternoon of months. Yeah, they uh, tend, when I first started them, I tried to keep them to 20 minutes. But we developed this kind of community where, and there's actually four of us. There's Guy Davis, who goes under the name The Kokomo Kid, and uh, Cozy Sheridan, who's a great songwriter and singer, and her husband, Charlie Coke. And Alex Bevan, who's a great singer-songwriter who I grew up with in Ohio, we all do these streams and we started kind of telling our listeners about each other's streams. So now we've grown this community of people who goes from stream to stream. 
there's a chat and we chat with them. You know, they write in and we can answer them in the moment. And it's a lovely thing. So I started doing 20-minute concerts. I figured four songs, 20 minutes, I can do that. But now I spend so much time talking to the people on the thing that they're usually 30 minutes. I was wondering how for you, because music is such a big part of your life for so many decades, does not spending all the time in the car going from place to place, does that hurt or help your connection with music? I don't know that it affects my connection with music, but I think that, I mean, for me, you have to understand that music has always been the center of my life, but it hasn't always been the center of my way of making a living. Mainly, I'm an acupuncturist who takes a couple weeks off in the summer and teaches at guitar camps and plays an occasional gig and somebody will hire me to come up and do a house concert in Boston or out in Ohio or something like that. But it's not like I was on the road all the time. I had that back in the early 80s after I won the National Finger Picking Championships. There was a couple years, maybe three or four years, where I, I was on the road every weekend, but I still was based in Philly. But it's never been a part of my life in the way it is a part of those of some of my friends who count on music as their total way of making a living. So has COVID meant that you, or was it previous to COVID, that you stopped being an acupuncturist or didn't spend your time there? No, when COVID hit, we had to shut down our practice. We were shut down for three and a half months zero, you know, just closed. And then we opened up on a partial basis. And then when Jan got really sick, we shut it down and we closed the office. And I now have another office situation. So now I'm at a stage in my life where, you know, I've been doing acupuncture for 32 years, and I have to kind of think of how much longer I'll be doing it or at what level. So that's kind of the way it is now. I didn't really reopen until I was vaccinated against COVID. It's starting to pick up again, and I do a lot of online guitar lessons. And between the online guitar lessons and the concerts, that's a lot of my time. And then I teach Tai Chi online. We went online with that immediately once COVID hit. And we're now looking to where maybe pretty soon we'll be able to go live again. But in the meantime, I've started up classes where I have people all over the country and people who know me as a guitarist and know that I'm a good teacher as a guitar teacher, they figure, well, maybe he can teach Tai Chi too which might be the case. So Tai Chi done properly is a physical manifestation of Taoist principles. And that can be applied to everything you do, whether it's training a dog or playing the guitar or being an acupuncturist or whatever. You know. Or playing another song. Or playing another song. Red Ball Cap was written probably almost a year ago. It's another kind of story from my personal experience. And there was a point at which I had this red ball cap that I always really liked. I used to drive a Mini, and it had the Mini insignia on it. But it was bright red when I got it, and I really liked it. And I wore it for years and years. And then when Trump came along with his MAGA hats, I just took it off and put it away. And the song is kind of about that. Red Ball Cap by Raleigh Brown. Well, I still can remember when I bought that new ball cap. The brim had an elegant arc. And I bought it cause the logo matched the name on my new car. And the red hat stood out in the dark. 
from the East Coast out to Kansas, Colorado too. The road led on, and I moved ceaselessly through dust and rain and driving snow. The scars that life can do. That hat felt like it was a part of me. Now that car is long gone, and the world has moved on, and that old hat and me were showing signs of wear. And a bitter wind has blown apart my country, so it seems. And I put that old red hat away with care. And I've got no peace of mind, and I miss the life I had before the world came crashing down upon our head. And I barely can remember a time that wasn't bad. When I used to wake up hopeful in my bed, and now I'm hoping for the world to make a better start, planning that I'll be there until then. When I can wake up in the morning with contentment in my heart. And maybe wear that red ball cap again. We've been experiencing a lot of the path. The way that Raleigh Brown has traveled through his life today for his song of the soul, Red Ball Cap, is certainly a glimpse into some of these later years. How yeah. long did you actually have the cap and wear it? I think probably five or six years. I think it's still in the closet here somewhere, but I'm not. I haven't pulled it out quite yet. But there's okay. a lot of pictures of me playing at festivals and stuff where I'm wearing that cap. And in fact, if you go to my Facebook page, the big cover photo, I'm wearing that cap. I'm walking with Suki. And on Facebook.com, it's Raleigh Brown, R-O-L-L-Y, B-R-O-W-N. It links on NordenSpiritRadio.org. It's so much easier to spell Norden Spirit Radio than just about any other word. So just come by us and track Raleigh down that way. Also, his website and also his dog training, his blogs, all those things. Yeah. So there's, like there's RaleighBrown.com. There's RaleighGuitar.wordpress.com. There's RaleighTaiChi.wordpress.com, and there's RaleighDog.wordpress.com. And now that you've memorized that all, folks, we're going to go on to the last song so we can get it in here before the ending bell sounds. This last song I wrote, it was actually a movie that inspired it. The movie was Wolfen, which was a really stylish and very wonderful kind of horror film that also had a ecological message. And there were a lot of wolves in it. So it wasn't like, you know, a guy dressed up in a wolf suit. It was wolves, really wolves. And then I read a book by Barry Holston Lopez, who's an ecologist called Of Wolves and Men. 
And in that book, there's the story, a true story, ostensibly, of a young girl who her mother gave birth during a big storm and nobody could get to her and the mother died. And when they came the next day, the girl had disappeared and you can listen to the song to hear the rest of it. But it's actually a pretty literal telling of the story as Barry Lopez tells it in that book. Well, we're going to end with this one. So I think we should probably say a few other words, not necessarily about this song. It's a, it's a great story and good capturing of it. But this one is from Dog is My Co-Pilot, which came out about how long ago? 20 years, 15 years, maybe. So it's one of the CDs that Raleigh Brown has put out. A lot of these songs, again, you're not going to find on CDs or that form of downloadable music. We're ending Raleigh Brown's Song of the Soul with the song on Devil's River, but that's only scratching the surface. Four times a week, he's been doing concerts online, generally four songs per concert. If you go via Facebook.com, Raleigh Brown, you'll find those. You'll be able to track them down. Yeah, there's RaleighBrown.com, and I'm I'm starting to come up to the 5,000 friends point where I probably won't be able to take friends, but there's also a Raleigh Brown and the Guitar Facebook page which basically I just share all those concerts onto there too. That's probably if you wanted to see a bunch of them without all of my political ranting and all that stuff, then you could just go to the Raleigh Brown and the Guitar Facebook page and it's just concert after concert probably. We'll have that link on northernspiritradio.org as well as the other umpteen thousand links to Raleigh Brown. He seems to have multiple personality, and it's all for the good (laughs) of the world. His motto is, music helps. He does help so much. My heart feels for you about losing your wife this past year. Thank you. I know how much it scares me to think of having my life without my wife. I We've decided we want to go out like Thelma and Louise so that we don't have to have another day without the other. Yeah. And I appreciate so much that you brought your heart and your fingers, your talent, your caring for dogs and for movement and for the path, all of that here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much, Raleigh. Well, thanks for having me, Mark. It was a pleasure talking to you. And again, the last song we'll be sharing today from Raleigh Brown is On Devil's River. It's on his CD from 15 or 20 or 1,000 years ago called Dog is My Co-Pilot. Which you can order at RaleighBrown.com. Which you can order at (laughs) RaleighBrown.com. We'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. Mama died giving birth one night No one in sight to help deliver They found no babe when they came next day There's hungry wolves they say On Devil's River Ten years pass Apache warriors say They see tracks Strange footprints one day 
They see tracks of young wolves at play And of a child, so they say On Devil's River The white men come with their fire and guns They're gonna catch someone on Devil's River And in a canyon They finally cornered their proof They caught a young girl And drove off A wolf They bound her hand And they took her back Locked her up in a shack On Devil's River Many wolves on the prowl That night They heard her howl that night All the cattle spooked Cowboys watched them till dawn When they returned They found the wolf girl Was gone I heard this tale Mining silver ore Just a tale Nothing more on Devil's River But late last month when the moon was full I saw two wolves with one young girl On Devil's River The theme music for this program is Turning of the World, performed by Sarah Thompson. Check out all things Spirit in Action on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Thanks for listening. I'm Mark Helpsmeet, and I hope you find deep roots to support you to grow steadily toward the light. This is Spirit in Action. Oh